Attention Cloud9 shoppers. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Break Room, or welcome to The Break Room if it's your first time. We are your one-stop shop for everything Superstore. I'm your host, DJ and Lyo, here with your fantastic co-hosts, Jordan Wiegand. Hello. And Casey McGeorge. How's it going, everybody? Going good, sir. Good, good. Very good. Um, not looking forward to this break, but uh, we got one more episode, so we're at least one more. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. All right, well. Let's get right into it. Today we are discussing Season 4, Episode 8, Manager's Conference. This was directed by Phil Trail, written by Brian Gatewood. Uh, As we all know, this show was created by Justin Spitzer. This episode aired the 6th of December, been completely taken out eh, though it made me laugh but uh, the, the dina and garrett one but um okay <laughs> but um but yeah I, I i enjoyed it i'm sure casey has some stuff to say about either the manager <laughs> conference or the or the e-verify stuff about reality we'll, we'll get to that but um but yeah i, I enjoyed it um i love i love jeff acting uh you know like acting like he was talking to people uh, or recognizing people, uh, that was so cringy, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think it was probably, uh, my favorite episode so far. I don't know how many times I've said that this season, but, uh, <laughs> every week. <laughs> I, I think I said that every week. I just like new episodes, guys, True. I guess, but, um, uh, awesome. Recency bias. <laughs> yeah, yeah, recency bias. Uh, basically, um, a lot of meat on the bone this episode. I mean, a lot of uh, moving forward with the plot, which is good. Um, a lot of developments, you know, with Amy going into management and whatever. Um, and and uh, got a healthy dose of Marcus and Saeed and Cheyenne, which um, yeah, which was really uh, it was nice. And uh, yeah, it was. I was smiling pretty much the whole time. So. What do you think, Casey? Ah, here we okay. go. <laughs> so this was a this was a decent episode for me. Um, I'm gonna come right out right now and just get this completely out the way. I so hate it. <laughs> Pretty much created a um, whole racist uh, stereotype there, <laughs> lying like a whoa 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 <laughs> whoa whoa. Let's 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 pump the brakes on that one. This this there's no. The, no, no, no. It's it's him as a person, not him as a Filipino or him as a gay American. No, not you, not you. I'm saying I'm saying okay. Mateo created oh, a whole like, racist yeah. stereotype oh, with yeah. the lying like a Syrian. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, with the lying like okay, okay. <laughs> now that we, yeah, I was I was like, dude, where did this come from? Okay, um, 
it, it was decent for me. They had some ups. Um, I found some fault with some things, and ultimately, I was kind of unfulfilled. Yeah. Uh, I I know we're maybe halfway through the season, right? Not even. Yeah. Is this that? was this was episode eight. Eight out of twenty-two. So oh, yeah, not- maybe a third of the way through the season. Right. Right. Like forty percent, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so maybe there's more coming, right? Uh, the writers, the uh, Justin Spitzer, um, the people in the writers' room, the producers, America Ferrera, the people involved are great at what they do. So I have no doubt that they're going to find a way to not leave some of these things kind of left open. Um, but to me, to wrap up the whole Mateo thing in one episode in the, in a third of the season. Yeah. Left me unfulfilled. Um, I find a lot of fault with it and I'm going to have some very probably unpopular opinions about some things I saw in this episode. Um, but, well, well, so we'll get there. So, <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask. With, w- right. Well, what, what I was going to ask to is, <laughs> is do, do we think this is the end of Mateo's storyline? Because if it is uh, of the end of the undocumented thing, I, I would agree with you, Casey, that it is kind of a letdown because it just sort of. My whole thing is, wouldn't corporate be able to run this through e-verify what, what why would they leave it up to we'll, glenn and we'll, 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 we'll get no no we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that let's let's okay. let's take these in some sort of order <laughs> we, we, we will we will we will spend some time there all right so let's let's take the easy storyline real quick um dean and Garrett, right right yeah um garrett does not know how to write gifts he went about it the best way until he got caught in the act. Loved it. Uh, until Dina caught him, like, you don't know how to wrap gifts, do you? No, I do no, not. I do not. Yeah. That's, that's why I love that man. Um, just just the passion he had of, man, I gave you a gift, and yet, no, no. He had the passion behind it, and it almost worked, but Dina saw right yeah. through it. Um, I can't really laugh at their rapping because my rapping is almost as atrocious. Uh, I find that hard to believe. Not as atrocious. <laughs> Not that bad, but it's pretty bad. My rapping's pretty bad. So, yeah. Uh, and, and gift wrapping, some of these things can be kind of difficult. I've, I've seen it done that before. Um, I like the pairing of the two together. I like the casual dropping of we never made anything this beautiful when we made love before. <laughs> um, I think there's more. There's, there's going to be more to them somewhere down the road. Right. They keep, they keep pairing them, them together. The yeah. It's going to um, happen. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I, I don't know if there's anything else that really needs to be said about that. By all means, if you guys have anything to say about that storyline. Uh, quick highlight. Do, quick highlight. I like when they finally did wrap it nice. They kept it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're not. No, you're going to have to that, go get another. That, I, would, I probably would have done that the That will same never thing. be opened. As perfect as that is. It's just going to be and apparently, And apparently NFL and MLB commentator Joe Buck, his daughter was the one that uh, is the one that present they kept. His daughter was on the show. Oh, okay. Um, as Joe Buck say what? There we go. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I like Joe Buck. Joe, <laughs> Joe Buck's underrated. He gets a lot of crap when he does. He does. He yeah, and I, I think he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on, honestly, any, any is there really anything else nah. that needs to be said about that kind of storyline? No. Other than the fact right. that Glenn really knows how to rap, that's kind of surprising. Well, yeah. and that's why, sadly, I said it could have probably been left. It was probably what three scenes? Maybe, maybe just three, three scenes. Or four. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 Okay. So let's move next to Amy and Jonah. 
Right. Right. Before we get to the really big one of Mateo, Amy and Joan at the manager's conference. I like the storyline. I like that. My second rewatch of this, maybe an hour ago, I noticed very clearly that the tickets on the front said non-transfer. <laughs> right. The first time I watched it, I did not notice that because I wasn't looking for it. Right. After, you know, we find out what happens, but they get there and find out tickets are not transferable. Um, and then I looked at the tickets and it's like, yeah, it very clearly says that right on the ticket. Like, I could see it on my TV. So, um, so let's go back a year. When, at this time last year, or when we first started, when I was in another part doing my training to be a manager, right? Funny story. Right. So you know how Glenn, uh, so you know how Glenn, I might have told you guys this, I don't know. But Glenn said they only gave him one room, so he spent the night in the bathtub while Dina was banging the bus for or whatever. Bellhop. <laughs> yeah. Not a knock. Dina's very sexually active. Like, like it, some of the, like, I'm really noticing this now. Um, good for her. She's very attractive. Hey, that's what she likes. Go for it. Um, she said she suffered a lot of serious, too, this episode, which caught me off guard. Okay, sure. Um, okay. So, last year, I went to a place called Dinuba, California. It's about three hours away from where I'm at, right? So, I got to be there on Sunday. So, I get my car loaded up. I drive up there three hours. I get to the hotel. I check in, show my ID, all this stuff. The great company, Walmart, pays for it. Okay, cool. They tell us ahead of time, you're going to have a random roommate assigned to you, right? Cool. So, I get there. I'm the first one in the room. I put my stuff on. I choose the bed that I want, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was there first. Those are the rules. Put my stuff over there. Leave my stuff situated nice and neat so I'm not taking up the whole room. I say, hey, you know what? Let me find out where this store is that I have to go for training tomorrow so I know the route so I'm not, like, lost and having to leave two hours early or whatever. So I do that. I go over to the store, take a look around the store, see what it looks like, blah, blah, blah. Come back. Put my key in the card slot, right? Open the door. There's somebody in the bathroom. And there's also a second set of luggage in said room. Okay, cool. My roommate for the next three weeks is here. I sit down on the couch. I turn on the TV. I'm watching a football game. Bathroom door opens. Out comes my roommate, who is a very lovely lady. We're looking at each other, saying, oh, this is no bueno. Um, So we spent the next three hours trying to figure out what was going to happen, and eventually she ended up getting another room. I say all of that to say... um, I know this is the worst run organization in store in the world. I can't find a way. I can't find any reason that they would say no matter the sex, two people from the same store have to share a room. Like if it's two male managers, I could see it. If it's two female managers going to the conference, I can see it. But when you have members of the opposite sex, I think legally they probably wouldn't be able to put them in the same room because like that's opening the, the company up to all kinds of who knows what should anything happen i mean you know it, it i i just like i was just kind of disturbed at that like really they made dina and, and glenn sleep in the same well, yeah. can you, if this was the 50s it's one thing but. well one thing i would think though is that you'd rather be with somebody that you know but couldn't the same thing happen with two men or two female in the same room too yeah i mean yeah. like you don't know which way somebody as far is as what? leaning mm-hmm well, so for me, I think they heard the name Casey, and they never bothered to check to see if it was a male or a female. Oh, right, maybe. So that I'm sure that's, that's probably, what happened. Yeah. Now, yes, if you're going that that opens up a whole different level of things. If it's 
if there's someone transitioning or they're identifying as another gen like that I don't know like that that's something HR would have to figure out in legal and they're gonna have to like put their heads together and come up with something I, like, well, I just I'm, meant I'm I just meant if somebody was like gay or something um, they could theoretically there could be right. some sort of issue if, if they're afraid of somebody making well, a not move even on, that. on somebody the same thing could happen with, not, not, with two men or something. not even that hypothetically let's say it was flipped around and let's say my roommate got there first and she went my roommate for the two hours I had her she went to go check out the store I went I have a three-hour drive, so I go, and I hop in the shower, right? I don't know that she came in, and let's say, because I thought I was there by myself, I open up the door, and I'm walking out of the shower naked because I left my clothes on the bed, and she's sitting there in front of me, right? That's kind of shocking. Um, it's shocking yeah. if you're a guy, too, to be honest. Yeah. I don't want to see that. It, it, it could. <laughs> no, no, you're right, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's... But... Most companies, I would imagine, would not put members of the opposite sex together in a room. Um, especially, as we find out later, there's all kinds of alcohol flowing. Yeah. In. They had an open bar yeah, for Christ's sake. Right, right. Like, that's opening the... Co- I, I'm not a lawyer. I don't claim to be. But I imagine that would open the company up to all kinds of legal issues somewhere down the road should there be some sort of an assault or something else. And I'm not saying I want that to happen, but like... That, that can't be good. Right. Um, as far as I know with those conferences, those things are pretty strictly scheduled too. Like, because they do need your name and, and for the drive up and cards and for the hotel room. But then when you get there, it's not like that where it's just a party. Usually there's like, okay, there's check-in time and then everybody's got to meet downstairs or in this place. And there's like the CEO comes out and he's going to talk to everybody. And this person's going to talk out, come out and talk to everybody. Like those things are pretty structured. And then they break for lunch at like 12 right, o'clock. Right. And everybody comes back in at 1. And then there's other conferences on the future of the company and this new initiative they have and so on and so forth. And then probably at like five or six is when it's like, okay, let's wind down. And maybe that's when they would have something at the bar, but I can't imagine it would be an open bar. Like that would still be like crazy. That's still crazy to me. Um, So like I kind of get it. This is not real. And people probably, when they hear my voice talk about these things, they're just like, well, you just shut up and watch the show. Shut up, you're fired. Yeah, but there you go. Yeah, shut up. I'm fine. Um, something tells me we're going to see Amy's uh, comment, um, right. her idea that the good idea fairy flew away with yeah. is going to be implemented later in the season. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, right. Can you, so can you break down that a little bit more? I, I'm kind of confused on what she had. I don't know if I missed what she was saying. Uh, okay. It was take two part-timers, saying, right? Or no. She was saying, okay, so for most companies, I can speak for Walmart. Um, most companies now give some benefits to part-timers, but most right. companies, some companies only give benefits to full-time employees, which costs them more. So not only do you have to give them like a certain number of hours, uh, a threshold of hours, so they meet that requirement, but then there's your medical, your dental, and all these other things. Right. With a lot of companies, if you're considered a part-time employee, the company is under no obligation to give you benefits such as medical, dental. Um, you might earn pay time off PTO at a, at a slower rate. You may or may not be able to contribute to a 401k program with the company. Like there is a different status between right. a full-time and part-time right. employee. So her joke was, 
how do you make a how do you how do you basically she was saying take that one employee instead of having it be one full-time employee you now i just turn you into two part-time employees <laughs> yeah. I, so now instead of giving you 40 hours a week, I'm still giving you 40 hours, but now I'm giving you 20 hours here, maybe under this job, 20 hours under this job, which now could turn you into two part-time employees, uh, okay. which now means I'm not obligated to pay all those other ancillary things. Right. Um, so when I was in the military, we had what was called the good idea fairy. Um, when you would say something off the wall or outrageous like that, there's this magic fairy that hears it and snatches it up and takes it to somebody who's like, that's a great damn idea. And next thing you know, they're running with it. And you're like, who the hell came up with this idea? Meanwhile, deep down inside, it's you and you let it out because you said it out and the good idea fairy ran away with it. <laughs> so as soon as those two managers were like, hey, we need to get so-and-so from legal over here to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Like. That hit like that hit me, and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna see this later in the season, big time." What I what I think it happened too is maybe they end up those two guys end up at their store, oh, and don't shit. realize that they were talk like uh, don't realize until they see them face to face that they weren't talking to managers at the time; they were talking to actual floor employees, especially after everything they said. Oh, good, good, good call there, Casey. Yeah, watch them. Watch them um, visit twelve seventeen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They go down to visit, or maybe they're trying to find these two managers that they talked to and they couldn't, and they happen to be there. And they're going around to implement this, and then they run into Amy and Jonah, who they thought are whatever they're. Sham Monko and Colt McCann. And Colt, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sham and Colt, and and now that gets a little awkward. Um, quick, quick question here. Um, yeah. Uh, so user Miss Cardano from. Uh, the Superstore subreddit asks this question: Did no one at the managers' conference see the sex tape? Remember, I brought this up last week. Could you see they, their faces, though? Can you see their faces in the in the sex tape? So here's the thing: we don't know uh, what they what exactly. What obviously they saw them going at it, right? We don't know if they saw faces. Um. If that is that teleconference is being streamed to all other stores, I can't imagine like they're getting 4K video quality out of it. Right. Let's be realistic right, here. Right. Um, I've done a couple teleconferences here from other stores within a couple hundred miles, and like the the quality was was like looking like an an old tube TV. Um, so now you're talking about trying to get everything around the world and lag and. All the other stuff that I don't know anything about, technically. Um, so they might not have. Like I said, they, they may not have seen faces, or they they may not recognize it. Yeah, it's um, been a few months now. Uh, they were suspended for two months, and right? or three? Uh, yeah, three, two or three months. Two or three months. Like that. And it's also been another two and a half months or so two since or it aired. Months, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, what, like six months or something? We're looking at like a six-month period? Um Plus, they weren't. They didn't even. They were from another store. Technically, remember, they were from the store, a store in Burlington, Vermont. Right. So now it'd be one thing if they would have said they were from twelve seventeen. That could have brought something up. Like I said, maybe they could have asked them. Oh, hey, do you guys know those two who went at it on the right, tape that everybody right. saw? Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. They didn't. They thought they were from Vermont, so it just never came up. Yeah, they have no reason to suspect it. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I'll say this. I still hate the man, but uh, I kind of feel bad for Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it. Him just going and, like, pointing at people and, like, waving. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Uh, like, he has that job. Obviously, the CEO or whatever gave him that job last season to, to keep him quiet, right? So he wouldn't go on about the whole Myrtle thing. Um, and, and spill the beans about how they were firing their workers illegal, right. their older workers. So even when I was in the military on a, a commander's staff, sometimes you have those people who are kind of useless, right? Like they didn't serve a purpose. So those are the people they would give tasks to, like, hey, we have, the, we have a, a ball coming up in six months. Not saying this. Don't take this the wrong way. Uh, DJ, you know what? Hey, here. You're in charge of setting the ball up and, and, and getting everything together. That's going to be your primary task uh, for the next six months. Got it. I need updates like every couple of days. Right? right. So you give him something to do that's not huge that you can still oversee, but it gets him out of your hair. Like you don't have to deal with him. You don't have to worry about him. Um, so something tells me that's Jeff. Like they don't have a role for him. He's kind of useless. They don't like that he have him. And then they're like, you know what? Hey, uh, set up the manager's comments. And, and there you go. So he, he's in charge running that. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody cares who he is. Um, nobody's talking to him, obviously, as we saw. Um, so that's kind of what they did with him up there. Uh, like I said, I kind of feel bad for him because he's still a human being. So to be in a place that full... And still feel kind of alone. Nobody's talking to you. Right, right. Like, um, not, uh, not, you know, but I still, still don't like him after what he did to, right. to everybody. Right, right. Um, He's, they made him pretty pathetic, uh, but, you know, it is funny to I mean, watch, though. <laughs> he couldn't even get them in as a member of corporate. <laughs> oh, that was so awesome. I don't even know who you are. That was so. Yeah, I thought so Jeff awesome. was just gonna get him in there, and then I I thought it was funny when she's like, yeah, yeah. like "Who are you?" <laughs> no, what was even funnier when he's like, "Sometimes you have to grease the right columns," and Amy called him out like, "Yeah, it looked like you just grabbed these after she turned <laughs> her back." Like, even though even though she's even though he's getting them in, and she's still benefiting, shade right? At Jeff. <laughs> yeah, they're still throwing shade at Jeff. It's so awesome. Um, I don't know if at any of these conferences they give away free stuff like that. Um, I don't blame Amy for taking advantage of it. Free iPads and right. jackets. Heck yeah. And right. Smell good stuffs and all kinds of other things. And the open bar, which once again, I'm just completely shocked at. Like, the legal team needs to be, needs to be looked at. That, that's hard. Because <laughs> we, we try, when we try that, okay, military, much different situation. We tried that. We tried to say, okay, for a military ball, I was on the ball committee and they were like, Hey, what if we just get the money together and we have an open bar? And legal was like, no. Like we didn't even someone didn't even get the full sense out. Legal was just like, no, not gonna happen. If somebody like gets drunk and goes and crashes and kills somebody because we had an open bar, we're responsible. Right. No. Right. Like everyone needs to be responsible for their own alcohol consumption. It was just like, wow, okay. Uh killjoy there. But it like it makes sense. Like I yeah. get it. Um the uh, 
So I don't know. Like it, that seemed like too much of a party for me. It didn't really seem like a conference. Right, but, right. Hey, it is what it is. But it's setting up the, uh, the probably the next plot of the the rest of the year, right? I mean, Amy might potentially go after a, a management position. Because, like, you know what? Yeah. The Jonah's comment was so picture perfect. Yes. Yep. When is it a good time? Right. Yeah. She's both of them had valid points. She's right. She's a single mom now. She went back to her her maiden name, which I forgot what it was. Um. So she's not. Oh, what was right. Her, what was her? What was her other name? That we didn't see coming. Oh yeah. What was yeah. that? Anyway, she went back to her maiden name. Right. Okay. Cool. Um. You know, she's like she's like, I'm a single mom and have a new baby. It's not a good time. And she's right. Until maybe the kid gets older where he's in school and everything. Probably not that great of a time. But then a couple of years have gone by and so on and so forth. And you keep putting it off. Jonah's right. So if not now, when? Like if you don't start at least putting the things in motion. Um, so When are you ever going to do it? Sosa. What was, Sosa. What, what was, what was her Sosa. What was her maiden? Amy what was Sosa. Her, yeah. Amy Sosa. No, no. What's her, what was her old name? Oh, yeah, Dubinowski. Her Her... Doing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like Jonah was very supportive of it, and and uh, he's right. Um, yeah, they're not rocket science. I, I've been around a bunch of managers who I've said the same thing. Like these guys are not rocket scientists. Like Jesus. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if maybe they tapped Jonah for it with his business school background. Right. Um. Right, I just feel like this is this is perfect for Amy. Uh, I, I, like he said, though, like when is a good time? Because I feel like she's been making this excuse, uh, not that like excuse in a bad way, because uh, it can be a scary thing to change what your goals are. But before she was in school, still right, so she's probably thinking now's not the best time. Plus, Adam would keep making these. <laughs> choices and bad decisions, Horrible business decisions. Right. Yeah. right and 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 put the blame on her at times and uh so she i feel like she didn't really have a lot of control in in that respect and she didn't have a lot of support, support yeah, yeah. No support. and not a lot of say and say or support yeah so i feel like that wasn't ever a good time you know and, and now she's saying this isn't a good time well exactly there there is no good time you either do it or you you don't um, you know, Joe. I think with Jonah behind her, if they stay right, together and right. don't have their issues, which I'm sure they will, um, she's got the support behind her. Right. Um, can, can I say this? The chemistry on screen between those two is electric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we were getting quick cuts during the foot with the photo booth and everything. Like, so we, but so, so I know you can make it seem any other way but i can't be the only one looking at those two and seeing that there is just this electric chemistry and connection and like wow this is what i've been waiting for for the last three years right yeah um it it just it it really like those two are great together and i just love seeing them um, I just hope it doesn't become like a competition where they have to go against each other. Yeah, I don't think it will. I think it, Jonah, you will probably step out of the way if if need be. Um, he usually puts. It feels like there's times he puts her above his wants. Definitely, 
Yeah. So. And, 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 is it? Right. Oh, go ahead. No, Sorry. no, I go don't ahead. even know where I was. I was just gonna ramble. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it just me, or was it weird that Jonah didn't call her son by her son's name? Right. Let's be realistic. You were there for the birth. Like you were there when it came out. You, you like. You're gonna have a connection to that child for the rest of its life. Right, right. That is uh, hmm. interesting. Yeah. Didn't refer didn't to up on Parker by name. Maybe, Maybe he should change the name. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's in the. It's um, Obama now. Yeah, maybe he's in the God. Cheyenne Mateo camp, and he doesn't really like the name either. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. No. I think maybe I think what I'm getting is he's a little uncomfortable. Probably. Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Rightfully so. I'm not like that's not something everyone can jump into. So I'm not making any judgment on that. I'm just saying like your your son is great and all, but like just the way he kind of went about it. Right. It it seemed like he was a little uncomfortable by the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, as, as expected, but uh, I I could see that being a little bit of a source of tension, maybe down the road. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. All right, should we talk some Mateo and, <laughs> and Glenn storyline? Yeah, let's do this. Okay, deep That's breath. Deep breath. So one, Mateo, you know, puts all the blame on Saeed when he accidentally drops. <laughs> That he's undiagnosed. The best part of this was Cheyenne uh, trying to softly whisper, <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, or what about this? And Saeed's <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> oh, man. I really like Saeed. He's great. Awesome. He's awesome, man. I like Glenn's comment about, you know, the, the war and the beheadings and the locusts. And Saeed's just like, yeah, the locusts is more of a season. Yeah, yeah. seasonal <laughs> nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> I like his comments on Syriana. He's like, George Clooney was just okay, and uh, <laughs> Matt Damon was okay. <laughs> um, okay, so where do I start? So we, we've all known Mateo's undocumented, which I don't know if we've ever brought up or we ever discussed here. I don't know how he got the job because typically HR... Um, a personnel clerk or you HR have to do or someone. a background check or something. Exactly. Like, right. that information has to be entered initially before um, you can start for orientation and things. Um, how it wasn't found out that he had a Polish woman's social security number <laughs> three and a half years ago. Well, I guess this is your point of Glenn running the worst branch in the in yeah, the store because <laughs> apparently cloud nine is letting it go just through glenn right because they're asking each manager in this episode to check e-verify themselves it's not like corporates entering any of this stuff in themselves so they're, they're strictly going off whatever glenn is entering we've we've seen before glenn will hire anybody and he probably doesn't even really run the thing through correctly anyway so um so, well, no, we find out he doesn't because he doesn't know where to put Saeed's information. Right. In, unless maybe he didn't know Saeed was a refugee. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's a very fair point. So we can't really knock him for that. Um, but, no, uh, I have seen that happen. Um, every now and then, maybe they do sweeps where they're like, hey, we got to, like, um, you know, I worked for Walmart for almost five years. There was a couple of times where they're like, hey, we need you to bring in 
birth certificate, social security card. We have to re-verify everybody. And it's usually done at store level because like, so Walmart is the biggest employer in the country. I think it has like 2.5, 2.6 million employees. That's a lot. Um, it, it is. So at a corporate level, that's not going to happen. But you can give, you can put like a month, month and a half deadline and even a store that has 600 employees, including your day and overnights, can do it slowly but surely. Like, hey, I need all these people to bring their stuff in Monday. We can put it in. Because usually, like at least at Walmart, we actually had a personnel person there at the store. Mm, okay. Um, so I would assume, I, I would assume Cloud9, I think Target does as well. I don't know. I've never worked for them. But I think they do as well. Someone who handles stuff in the office and does personnel things. I imagine Cloud9 does. We just never see it. Uh, so yeah, it wouldn't be hard for them to do it there at, at their own store to, to, to re-verify everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, so uh, I'm going to say this, and it's probably not going to be a popular opinion. I don't agree with what Glenn did. And it's oh, not, that he just, you know, gave him yeah. uh, Merry Christmas, swept it under the rug. It's not because of it's not because of who he did it for. I would have a problem if it was Garrett or Dina or Amy or Jonah or anybody else. Um, as we heard them discuss, it is illegal to hire someone, an undocumented worker, to work for the company. Dina even brought that up. When Marcus thought E-Verify <laughs> was for sex offenders. Yeah. And then he went on his whole thing about, about the Civil War <laughs> and, and Garrett had to shut him down. No, no, no. I, I love Marcus. We need more Marcus. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, it, it is illegal to hire undocumented work, right? Right. Um, obviously, Mateo did not come out and tell Glenn. All Glenn had was a suspicion that came from another coworker of Saeed. Right. Um, but his suspicions were backed up when he found out that Mateo had the social security number of a Polish woman, right? So... Um, there's a saying we had in the army um, that I kept with me. Sometimes you have to do the hard right over the easy wrong. The hard right there is if Mateo can't produce his something, um, maybe you put him on a leave of absence until something gets figured out, or you have to let him go. Mm-hmm. But to Glenn's putting the company at risk. So his job. Um, I did public. I did public affairs in my last couple years in the army. And I always teach you to look at the worst case scenario. Like, you always have to look at the worst case scenario. Mateo's not a terrorist, although I could see Marcus being a terrorist. <laughs> and I agree with Garrett. I'm not running him a U-Haul truck, right? Um, Mateo's not a terrorist. Mateo's not going to deal drugs. But let's say Mateo has a legitimate accident. He's driving. I don't know how I got a driver's license, but he's driving. Something weird happens, hits a patch of ice, and hits and kills somebody. Could happen. Like, that can happen to anybody. With the way the media is and various things, they're going to dig into his past. Right. Um, when he goes to trial, they're, they're going to dig into his past. It's going to find out he was, un- it's going to come out that he was undocumented. It's not going to take long for it to come out. At the same time, it's going to come out he was working for Cloud9, one of the biggest corporations in the world. Now, it's going to be very easy for corporate to pass that buck off to Glenn. Hey, well, we had no idea. We have our managers do it, and we have our managers submit these things. 
So obviously that's a rogue manager who decided to keep an undocumented worker, and he's no longer with the company. You're right, DJ Glenn would probably lose his job. Something happens. Um, but I, like I can't imagine that's an easy conversation to have. I've had to let people go for many different reasons. Um, never anything like that. But I can't imagine. Like I, I can't. I can't see myself passing a blind eye to something that blatant. Especially when during those conversations, you could tell. Like he could tell Mateo knew. Yeah. 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 Um, they both knew. It would be. It would have been one thing when a couple years ago, when Mateo first found out and didn't know he right, was actually right. there legally, and then found out when his when he had that conversation with his grandmother that he was not there documented and legally. That's one thing entirely. But now you've been hiding that from me for the last couple of years. So now basically you've been lying lying to me for over two years I have a problem with that I get why you were lying but I would have a problem with that which means I don't know if I can trust you because I'm not sure what else you might have lied to me about and once again there's a lot of legal ramifications with that I know that may not be a popular opinion but I just can't see myself in Glenn Shoes doing that Right, and it's not like he's like this amazing worker that you're like, we got to keep him because he's so great either that we'll turn a blind eye. It, it's He's mostly Dude, causing he, drama most yeah. of the time. <laughs> he was still, even, okay, and that's the worst thing about it. Even though he knew this secret is about to get out, he's still being Mateo. Yeah. Like, he, he couldn't even calm it down when he realized, yeah. like, Saeed knows and, like, or or, like, he, he couldn't calm himself down, like, to maybe keep the pressure off him at that point. Well, that's the thing, too. He's Saeed wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. And then Mateo kept saying stuff that <laughs> changed Saeed's mind. Like, oh, I, I thought you would turn me in because you're, like, an accomplice now. And he's like, oh, crap, didn't even think yeah. of that. <laughs> like, he, because yeah. he's right. Yeah, exactly. Because he's, he's right. right. Yeah. So a lot of these people who are refugees and then he could get um, come over out. for yeah. other reasons. I, I've, I've known a couple of interpreters I worked with during my time in Iraq who managed to make it over to the States. Um, and they do live in fear. Um, like they, they're, they're probably going to be the most law-abiding citizens you're ever going to meet simply because they're told and they live in this constant fear of if they do something as bad as getting a parking ticket or something else, it could cause them to revoke, revoke their refugee status and send them back to their country. And in a lot of these war-torn countries, once they get sent back, they're not going to live very long. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, it's bad. John Oliver did a thing on it. Um, I don't know if you guys know who he is. Yeah, I know. Watched last week tonight. Great show. Yeah. He did a thing on that a while back and, and, and shown a couple of things where I think it was even in Missouri, as a matter of fact. Uh, someone it was who was a refugee and was trying to not get sent back to Mexico because of the danger from the cartels. And within like 60 days of him getting sent back, he was beheaded. Wow. Um, horrible. The same, and the same thing happens with these people in like Syria, Iraq. Stuff like that, like ISIS, especially if they think you were traitors to their cause and, and, you know, they will not hesitate. We I've seen one of the videos. I will not watch another. We've heard of the videos that they have of them doing these horrible right. things. Um, so they won't hesitate. So, yeah, Saeed, I don't blame Saeed for doing what he mm-hmm. did. Um, he can't go back. And you could see a genuine fear yeah, yeah. of not wanting to go back to Syria. Um. I don't knock him for that at all. 
Um, yeah. I, I like how Cheyenne was just trying to plan a vacation. Yeah, yeah that was great. Typical Cheyenne. Uh, Those two are so perfect together. Love that girl. Yeah. They really are. They are. I I hate... I hate Mateo, but I love him. I love him with Cheyenne. Yeah, like those two are just so perfect. Um, this, so, oh, ahead, I, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say this does make me think that something will happen with Glenn before the end of the season. That's what I was gonna ask. Do you think this is the end of that storyline of of Mateo being undocumented? Because um, you know, like we, like Casey said at the beginning, he was kind of disappointed. If so. Um, I would be disappointed. How about you, uh, DJ? Would you be? Yo, if this, this is it. They never mention it again. They never mention it again. What? What? I, I wouldn't say disappointed. I'd just say um, more like unfulfilled. Right. Like like unfinished. Like it's like oh uh, like A dropped like, plot like, like the short like end of the stick. Like that's that's kind of a cheap. That's all. It's like a cheap one? way to end it. If if that's it. But I, yeah, this is definitely not the end of it. Especially with Amy going into management too, maybe that's her, you know, big issue. Like maybe she finds out. I I don't know if she already knows, but like, her as a manager now has like, or a manager to be maybe like, she has to make a tough decision. At that point too, but we'll see. I hope it's not the end. I I hope. I'm not saying I want him to get fired or leave the show, or get deported. Obviously. Um, I have said many times I may dislike Mateo, but I recognize the value he brings to that show um, <laughs> and that group of right. people. So, like, I, I'd still want him to be around in some way, right? Um, so I hope it's not the end. Now, where it could get tricky um, is, yeah, how... So we know Jeff knows, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Jeff knows. Um, Cheyenne knows. I don't know if Garrett knows, but he was kind of giving a weird eye to them <laughs> in the break room when they were having. So I don't know if he knows or not. Um, Garrett knows. Everything. I don't know if Amy knows. <laughs> he probably does. I think Jonah knows because I think that's how it came about when he told him. I think Jonah was the first one to tell him, like, right. there's no such thing as the green card store. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, like. If we look at who does, doesn't, may, may not know, um, we got a good mix of people who might be in on it, might not, as far as what they know. We know, obviously, Saeed knows, right? Right. Um, so the question is, where would they go from here? Right. I mean, all it takes um, is one person who doesn't agree with him being here to go call the authorities, and he and he's gone. So if some one, if somebody slips. Like, if Mateo slips and it wasn't Saeed and it, it's somebody right. else that, you know, that doesn't like Mateo, I mean, Mateo's probably gone. If it was a customer that maybe leans a certain way and, and doesn't agree with his illegal status, then, then you know, he's being reported. And um, If he keeps shutting Jeff yeah, down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, Jeff. But my fear is that this is the end of this storyline. Uh, and by fear, I mean just like because it would be unfulfilled, I think. But And the reason why is because I feel like they don't know how else to wrap this up, right? I mean, cause, <laughs> right. because it has to have some this, sort of... This is of, a difficult story to... Some, right, because it, everybody likes <laughs> his character. I mean, like, not, obviously not 
Casey doesn't. But I mean, I was saying like, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people like how he fits into the show, like Casey says, right? So he fits into yeah, the show yeah. well. He got a good actor, and you're not just going to say, well, to finish up this storyline now, we're booting out this actor just because this makes the most logical sense. Or Glenn's going to have to get fired now. So it's like, right, right. <laughs> how do you wrap it up other than this? It is tough to know, but unfortunately, I think this is it. Yeah. Like I said, I know Justin Spitzer's done great work. I haven't seen The Office, but I know it's one of the most beloved sitcoms of all time. Um, people love that show. It's in my Netflix queue at some point. I'm going to sit down and, and binge it. I went through Friends. I made it through Friends already. So at some point, I'll hit The Office up. Um, obviously, the writers and, and, and producers in that room are very smart and talented people. Um, they know what they're doing. Um, otherwise, I would be in their spot in Hollywood writing stuff, and I'm not. Right. I'm carrying mail for the Postal <laughs> Service, right? So um, I, I, I think they have something planned. Um, so funny comment. There was someone had wrote on uh, Lauren Ash's uh, Twitter that um, something like something happened weird. Someone wrote on there like they, they wanted some, to see some drama or they wanted something between Amy and Jonah. Like it was wrapped up too well. Um, but like there was just something weird. And Ben Feldman commented on it like, yeah, let's just give you everything you want <laughs> yeah, in that's one right. episode halfway through the season. Like, like basically he's telling you to calm the hell down, be patient. Yeah. We know what yeah. we're doing. We have more. Coming. Right. It's not like it's not like this is the you know, final episode, we have to wrap everything up. You know, let, let, let us take you on a journey. Come on this journey mm-hmm. with us. So I'm willing to go on this journey with him for whatever it is. Uh, I just, like I said, I don't want to see him deport, but here's the thing. I don't know what else can really happen with him. That's, I think like, like Jordan said, that's the problem. I mean, if he gets turned in, um, he's probably going to have to go. Um, and I think with something like that, you're not allowed back in the country for a period, like a long period of time. You're not allowed to get a visa or you're not allowed to apply for citizenship. So if he got turned in and left, it, I think it ultimately would be the end of Mateo. Like, um, even, even with the marriage, like there was this whole thing on the suburb, even with the marriage and someone chimed in, like he wouldn't even be able to marry someone right now to really? Stay in the country because of his undocumented status. Yeah, he status doesn't have, like, a visa using... or, or anything, right? So Exactly. Like, like the people who, who do, uh, I think the way it was explained was the people who do, who would be able to do the marriage thing are people who are unexpired, like, student visas or work wow. visas or something, like, tourist visas or something like that. Like, then they have a loophole because they were already here legally in the first place, and now, you know, someone can marry them. Depending on the agents, they check up on them every so often to make sure they're living as husband and husband or wife and wife or husband and wife and that they're living as a married couple. They have to stay together for so long before the marriage can be dissolved and then that person going about their business if that's what they choose. So he wouldn't be eligible for that. So if something happens, where does, like, where does that leave us? Where, where, what do we do with Mateo? I think, unfortunately, he would have to go, which... Camp, you guys are probably not going to believe you're going to even say this. Would make me sad because <laughs> he he belongs and fits on that show. Right. Like he fits with that group. They need him. I don't want to see someone else take his spot. I want the actual Mateo. 
So I think you're right, Jordan. I think this might be it. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's not really uh, many other options. So. I mean, it is Hollywood. Yeah. They always do that knocking yeah. something out of it, and I don't know. Maybe they find out he was legal the whole time or something. <laughs> I, I don't. They can they can figure something Pull, out yeah. right. because it's Hollywood. Pulls a magic pulls a Creed Bratton and uh, you know assumes a new identity. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Office reference. Sorry, Casey. Goes, <laughs> no, no. He goes. He goes back to being what's his name? Who was the yeah. dead guy Sal. in the wall? Yeah. Sal. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah there you go. Sal. Put he the makeup on. Yeah. Sal. Yeah, he goes back to being creepy Sal again. Yeah, there you that's go. That's it. Um, so I don't know. All like, right. I, I don't know what else they can really do with them. You got some stats? I, I got the ratings if we're if we're ready to. Yeah. Um, I think we're Managers good, yeah. conference. This talk about consistency. This show this this year. <laughs> talk about consistency. A point nine point in the rating nine. share. There's only been one episode that was lower, and that was Baby Shower. And this is the highest amount in viewers in millions, which is the fourth week in a row I said that, um, with 3.36 million viewers. 3.36? Yeah, 3.36 million. That's um, And cool. a .9 in the rating share. And then I have the synopsis for next week, too, if we're ready. Cool. For that. Yeah. Hit it. Okay. This one is called Shadowing Glen. And it's on December 13th. Glenn drives Amy crazy with the new over-the-top training system. Cheyenne and Mateo brainstorm a new business, while Dina recruits Jonah to help her when she starts second-guessing her own future. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so I think Dina sees maybe Amy training to be a manager and... She, uh, she's like, what am Maybe. I doing? Maybe that would link those together. Yeah, those would that would link those together well. Well, because well, but Dina is a manager though, assistant. She's an assistant manager. Yeah. yeah, but she might be thinking, why didn't I go for a manager position? Exactly. Somewhere? Why right. am I still here? Right. Yeah. Well, no. Remember, they said why she didn't go. Her rent was in hospice. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Like one right. of her birds was in hospice care, so they said why I she didn't. I didn't know they had bird hospices. So. It's hey, if you have the money, niche. you can Yeah, do yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, okay, so training, uh, Amy shadowing Glenn. Okay, so that kind of fits along with maybe she's going to try and move up and do some other things. Right, that fits. Yep. Um, that, that works perfectly. Um... Mateo and Cheyenne's business idea. Sounds interesting. Could be maybe it could be maybe because he doesn't he doesn't know how much longer he's gonna be able to stay because he knows his secret is out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I, um, I see it more as just uh, moving on to the next <laughs> Yeah, I know. Right? Uh, to the next storyline with Mateo. Brain scheme. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could it could it very well could be that. I'm probably overreaching. <laughs> um We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And then putting putting Jonah and and Dina, Dina together, which has got to be the first time um, in a while, right? It's been a while since those two were together. Yeah, since like the early episodes when she still had like she was like crushing, crushing, on him. The, yeah, yeah. The crush on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've had little things here and there, but nothing yeah. major. Uh, 
the uh, so yeah, Dina's, I just feel like they've been like, teaming her up a lot a with future. like Amy, like, Dina, uh, wait, Amy, Glenn, and Sandra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I really, I, I can understand one hundred percent, um, why or how she is thinking about her future. Um, it happens she to all of us. just had a kid for somebody else recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's huge. Not even that. Just sometimes you sit back and wonder, like, where am I going? What's what's going on? Like, what's next? Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, do I fit where I'm at? Like, what you like, you know, it, it doesn't take much sometimes. I've recently went through that myself. Uh, where I, I was kind of struggling, like, wondering, like, what am I what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um I get that um, Especially yeah She did uh, Just have A baby For someone else um, She called her A practice baby At one point So maybe <laughs> she's looking at Some point Maybe having another um, Maybe she wants To settle down With someone Carrot. I doubt it With <laughs> Dina But I doubt it With Dina You never know um, So yeah Maybe she's just At an introspective Point in her life um, Side note the lovely Lauren Ash, who plays Dina, her boyfriend wrote a, a nice little post. I guess they've been together for a year. They, they just recently celebrated a one-year anniversary. Congrats. Um, wow. Well, they, they, congrats. they met each other and they've been together for a year. Yeah. So definitely congrats to the happy couple. Yeah. She's definitely uh, um, deserves happiness. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, she was with, oh, God, what is his name? Uh, what is what is the actor who plays Mateo's name? Nico Santos. Nico Santos. She was with Nico Santos, Santos um, at, a, at a gala event in L.A. that does a lot of work for, like, homeless uh, LGBTQ uh, oh. teenagers and stuff. Um, That's awesome. I forget the name of it, um, but she was there supporting him. Um, I, I don't know if he was presenting or, or just there to support the charity itself, um, but her and Nico Santos were together That's at the fantastic. gala. Um, she looked ravishing. Um, she looked phenomenal. Uh, Nico Santos was there. I think I saw it on his Instagram. He was there plugging it. Um, so by all means, check out his Instagram. Um, support those those causes and charities. Though those those people who are going through those things definitely need help right. at times. They don't know. It's not an easy thing to deal with or, or to come to terms with, and uh, they don't always get the help and support they need from friends and family. Mm-hmm. So right. they need it from other people. So by all means. Um, we, we, we need to support uh, support and help them along in their journey on that. Um, Big time. Well said. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning into the break room today. Um, yeah, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at TBR Podcast. Uh, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com backslash breakroom superstore. And uh, shoot us uh, an email. Just say what's up um, at uh, thebreakroomss at gmail.com. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll read it on air. There you go. Yeah. 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 Ask us exactly. some questions, you know? <laughs> Definitely. Of course. Uh, yeah. Until next time. Um, see you here at the break room. Oh, oh. Hold on. Golden vest. Golden vest. Oh, golden vest. <laughs> golden vest for this episode. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff for me. Jeff. Um, he, he got them into the manager conference, 
And then, yeah, he's great. <laughs> Solid. I'm going to go with Saeed. Saeed, good ooh, pick. Ooh, ooh. That's tough. Um, yeah. Uh, it's hard to, hard to not, you know, give it to Glenn. I mean, he was he, super nice to do that. Oh, you know what? Nice to a fault is Glenn for doing that for uh, Mateo. Right. Like I've I've said before, he's a great human being, but he's a horrible (laughs) man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys and gals, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thank you for shopping at your Cloud9 Supercenter. Music provided by bensound.com.